Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ann. And I'm hot. Because <laughs> it's hot outside, Kevin. Yeah. Second heat wave. It's only June. Ugh. It's your fair Irish skin. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hot things, right? Um, city council last week. It was busy and hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was hot in our house where you were having those meetings. Um, <laughs> the pleasures of having me at home during Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we start with uh, last Monday's regular release? Regularly? Regularly. <laughs> regularly scheduled. Regularly. Normally scheduled city council meeting. <laughs> yep. So we had a lot of things going on there. But um, and I think the thing I'm going to focus on mostly was the CPA monies, if we can. Um, you can always tune into them. Check them out on YouTube if you want to yeah. to watch the whole thing. But we had um, the CPA monies that we went through. And um, they did take out the $9 million that, we, that was voted on previously about the Adams Academy and the land purchases. So we weren't actually discussing that in the CPA. And it was still kind of part of the backup. So I wanted to make sure that that was taken care of. But then there was another line item for $125,000. And that was, um, that, that money was going to be used to do some, you know, touches up to the USS Salem. But I had a question really to, um, to Chris Walker in regards to the USS Salem, because there's been, you know, it was in the paper that they had to move that the location that they're in was, you know, it's not, it's not city, it's not city location. It's going to have to find right. a new home. And as we have we talked, talked about the, a rumor, mm-hmm. I think fourth show we had yeah. about them moving the Salem to yeah. the town river. Yep. So there's a marina over the town river and it sounds like the city wants to buy the marina and it's a pretty solid rumor. Yeah. And I, um, I asked directly why not ask when you can i just i'm in the city council i want right. to know if can, are we buying that and you know and just so everybody knows the location it's um near the cvs down the street a little bit mm-hmm. um it's four businesses meineke and there's a sportsman mm-hmm. place yep. and it's behind that yeah okay. and to be able to have access to it they have to buy those buildings and um you know and we didn't get a solid no but you know <laughs> yeah why don't we play that clip okay um, I just want some clarification um, on this because I know we're using the CPA monies to to do some work on this, but um, I also know that they're looking to move that ship at some point, someplace, because they don't want it down at the shipyard down there. And there has been speculation that it's going to be going over to the um, over to the marina over by um, by Southern Artery. So if there's any clarification for that and how we're going to be able to do that. Through you, Madam President, um, I have no knowledge of any plan to, at this point, I think you're right, Councilor, that, you know, there's been some discussion relative to ultimately relocating the ship. Uh, it is privately held. Uh, it's in a private space. Mm-hmm. Uh, my knowledge, there hasn't been um, any formal plan, any concept relative to moving the ship at this point. Okay, so there's so the is the city in the process of acquiring that marina on Southern Artery then? Councilor, I don't know. Okay, just want that on the record. So we are, as far as we know, we're not purchasing that land over there. And if we were to be purchasing that land, we would be the, we would be hopefully knowledgeable about that in the city council, correct? Okay, great. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Um... That pretty much tells you that I'm pretty, I, I want it on record that, you know, that, that if it's going to happen, I want to know about it. I'd like to know about it before it hits the press. And I'm on the city council. And I think all of our councils should know when we're buying land, you know, what is it going to be for and if it's going to happen. But it looked like, you know, supposedly from 
Um, Mr. Walker, it sounds like he doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> well, he said no knowledge of any formal plan, but mm -hmm. then you asked him specifically if they were going to buy the marina. Yeah. And he said, I don't know, which is a little... A little, not quite as maybe, strong as... Yeah. I, was, I was kind of hoping for a no, but you know. But then if um, we listen to the, the mayor's recent podcast... Mm -hmm. Tying a few things together. Tying a th few things together. You don't have to be a super sleuth to do this. Um, <laughs> we encourage you to listen. <laughs> but it sounds like there's a new project that they're uh, quietly working on. Yeah, I love which that. I love the quietly. frightening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's uh, regarding a um, the lone sailor statue mm -hmm. that they want to create or bring to Quincy. or um, And they're looking for a location for it. Yeah. So it's just it's a it, it it's just another potential project and it's going to have a location. And, and well, he can describe it. So yeah. why don't we play that okay. clip? You had a pretty uh, highbrow visitor yesterday. Want to talk about that a little bit from the Navy, I believe. Yeah, actually, uh, I know we've talked a lot about the General's Bridge and the dedication coming up in September, but we've also been quietly working on a memorial to the Navy. And um, some people that have been to Washington D.C. know about the Lone Sailor Statue. It's in front of the, uh, it, it's actually the Navy Memorial in D.C. And it's a, it's a bronze statue of a sailor in his peacoat and hat with his hands in his pockets with a duffel bag next to him, kind of looking in the distance, kind of looking at, at the water, the ocean. And, you know, once that went in in Washington, they have a group that, you know, they try to get one, at least one in every state. There are none in Massachusetts. The city of Quincy has a long, as we've talked about, military history. Not only actually people in serving, but you look at the shipbuilding that went on in the city for both World War I and World War II, absolutely incredible, yeah. the shipyards. And there were yards here, not just one. You know, So we're looking at a location um, for the lone sailor statue. So it looks like there could be a location found. <laughs> I don't yep. know. We'll have to wait to see how that plays out. But that is just another project that will be on. I, I'm not sure how they'll tie it in, and we'll find out, I'm sure. And again, I said it, like I said before, we find out most of our information in the city of Quincy transparently through the newspaper yep. or press releases. And and really what it comes down to is, is this is this the priority for the city? And I'm not sure because I don't, I, we don't know. We don't, we don't hear we, taxpayers yeah. saying, can we have another park tribute? Well, you know, again, you, it's it, like more or less, can you fix our roads? Yeah. It, but again, it comes down to CPA money should be transparent. If you're going to take the money out, it should be transparent as to what you're using it for. And the plan should be shown. Every other community does that. We don't in Quincy. And then we have a laundry list of projects that we've been like we've been checking into every week. And this is just a new one. This yeah, is this like a, a new one. This is a new one. And, you know, we haven't even finished half the other ones that we're doing. So and I thought for a second that, that Mr. Rock would dispel that rumor, but he's sort of added more intrigue credence to it i guess yeah um and then you went into the the, the bond the pension bond so then we you went into yeah we, so we, we did all the regular work for the council and then and we come to the point when we're bringing back um you know reports to committees and that's when you're able to take things out of committee and you have the final vote so the bond that was in committee and we only had two meetings on it but they were pretty they were pretty you know intense meetings so um, it actually got voted on to come out of committee and it was five to three. So, it, um, Councilor Phelan was not able to vote because, um, he wasn't in the meetings. This then came to the full council. We're reporting on the committees and, um, you know, we had a couple of things that we were, that I had wanted clarification on. And one was the amount, you know, we were talking about $475 million. We're going to bond in the mini meeting. I asked the prior meeting, I asked, you know, the $445 million from stone, does that include Quincy College and Quincy Housing Authority? And I did ask that to Mr. Mason. 
Right. And you asked him again. I asked him again at the when we were at the council meeting on Monday night. And I think we have that clip. We do. <laughs> Let's play that. I just had a quick question. So the last meeting that we had, I did ask for some clarification of the $445 million that was in the Stone report to find out whether or not that included Quincy College and Quincy Housing. I believe um, Mr. Mason said it did not include it. So I don't know if it's Mr. Mason. I just want to know, does the, does the bond include Quincy College and Quincy Housing Authority? When I was asking those questions, I was told no. So I just like clarification. Um, the, uh, I believe what I said last time was, and this has been true the entire time, the bond includes Quincy College, it includes the city of Quincy. So it does not quin include Quincy Housing Authority? No, because they're not a uh, city agency. Okay. Okay. So when, you know, when, when he is explaining to me that it only has Quincy College in it and not Quincy Housing, I then asked for clarification through Susan O'Connor, who also was on the retirement board for the 445, because it's really, it's really important that we know what we're bonding. I mean, and the administration yeah. that's putting this before us should know what the numbers are that we're introducing. Right. And to, she's the auditor. So, this is the auditor. So let's hear what she had to say. Uh, yes, Councillor. So I believe on the last uh, most recent actuarial that the board voted on, the unfunded pension liability was projected to be $445 million. And that was as of July of 2021. That 400, it's my understanding that that $445 million does include Quincy Housing Authority, the city of Quincy, and the uh, and Quincy College. So <laughs> it sounds kind of um, either he doesn't know or maybe he's being a little I, I think, cagey. Let's say yeah, cagey. Yeah, I I. I just feel like this is these are the these are the real issues that we have with this. It's you know there's there's a lot of talk out there that's like you know we're we're not able to add. Um, I'm able to add, and I'm asking questions and I'm trying to understand the number. There were several counselors that didn't understand that number, and you know we we asked those questions and it's it appears that it has both Quincy Housing and um, Quincy College, and more importantly, is Quincy College going to be paying that? portion of their bond. And it's, it comes down to be transparent of what you're asking the taxpayers to do in this bond. That's what I'm asking. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we moved on. So, and, and that wasn't transparent. So, but then we moved yeah, on to so the Yeah. So it sounds thing. like the Quincy House Authority is included. Yeah. And we'll have to, we'll, it will After probably. After they said it wasn't. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to build, basically we'll have to do the same thing as build them back to be able to get that payment, but it's should be ironed out before you yeah. do it. It's just, it's very simple stuff, um, but we're not we're not going into that kind of detail. We're just because you know, the t Quincy taxpayers don't need to know because it's a no brainer. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> so anyway, we we moved on to um, you know th th there was an introduction um, that or a change a change since when we took this out of committee. It was a five to three vote when we took it out of committee, and now we had the full committee of nine. And what we found so out so it was set to fail. Yeah, basically. if if we had. If it, if the same same the same layout of the councillors voted on Monday night and the one council that was abstain didn't speak or abstained from the whole thing wasn't able to vote, this would have lost. So this was kind of a key and critical change that happened um, in the week that we were waiting to bring this to uh, the committee, and that was that um, Councillor Phelan got approval from the city solicitor on Friday, the Friday before our regular <laughs> yeah. meeting on Monday, saying that he can now vote on um, this topic. Yeah, that doesn't look great. 
It doesn't look good, but, but you know, and I, I really, I, I had talked to Chuck, so I knew he was going to be voting. And I said, I said the same thing and I, and you know, it was his decision to do and you know, that's fine. And, and, but the thing that really was the thing that put me over the edge, Kevin, the thing that it wasn't so much that, um, that he was voting, it was that they changed the language again. So what he was originally voting for gets, gets the approval to vote. It would have been on a 20 year bond. That would be financed, you know, the, and the finances would go to Prim to be the investment arm of it. And now at the city council meeting, we now know that Councilor Phelan has got the approval to vote on it. And I'm assuming he's going to vote on a 20-year bond with Prim. But instead, what they get introduced is now we have new information from the bond council. And the bond council is telling us um, that we need to change the bond years from 20 years to 21 to 30 years to give the city a little bit more openness for funding right. or something. Yeah. And are you familiar with that bond council? Um, I've never, I've never heard from that bond council. I've asked, you know, all we've ever had was Cindy McNerney um, from Hillside into see us, but we've never had this bond council. Didn't know this bond council's name. And, um, you know, what was disturbing to me was being presented like, you know, this is the advice and this is the, this is what's being told to us to do. And we, it's going to put Quincy in a better situation. And, a lot of those types of things. And in the end, there was no name. I mean, there was never, it was in the, in the introduction to this, there was no yes. name. So you, you asked Mr. Walker. Mm -hmm. So why don't we play that clip? Yes. The bond council. This is, this is a question. Actually, we just kept saying bond council. He said this, he said that, who is he? And do we have it in writing from the bond council that they want us to go to 30 years? Yeah, I'm going to defer to Mr. Walker on that since he had just spoken on the, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Walker, if you could clarify who you're referring to when you said he from bond council and do we have the writing correct thank you through you madam president um he is rick manley of lock lord he's our longtime uh bond council uh he's very uh, in tune with these issues um we did not seek nor uh, get anything in writing because he offered an opinion uh to the solicitor and to myself Mm -hmm. um, and we're relaying that opinion. It's not something um, formalized. It's not something that is black and white that needs to be, you know, written into general code or anything like that. He offered his two cents. We happen to agree with that. Um, and well, of course you do. Yep. So it, it appears that, you know, the city council's not privy to this information and the advice was given to the city solicitor and, um, <laughs> and Mr. Walker. And it's not in writing. In the 11th hour. In the 11th hour. It's not in writing. It's, and it's an opinion. Um, and it's, and, and it was a discussion that they had. And I'm. Yeah. It's funny that they didn't get the, uh, the opinion of Cinder. Mm. Journey? Yeah, the, the, yeah. The one they've been, yeah. She's been talking about it with them. Yeah, but you know, when Cinder, Cinder never said that she endorsed this. She said that you know it needs to be managed well, and if it's managed well, you know, there's a chance like it will be good. But you know, but the other side of it, what's good for Quincy is that you can always lean back on that excise levy. So if you don't make, if you, if for excise, some reason, excess? excess levy, yep, excess levy capacity, which means that we can come back and tax the taxpayers if we don't do a good job at managing what we need to manage, and. And that all plays into the fact that this is the problem. The problem isn't that we're, we could get a low interest rate. The problem isn't that we could get a lower payment every and steady the payment to steady the ship. That stuff is all good. It's the problem is, is the foundational issues that you have to make sure that you are actually making the right investment. Because if you just extend it out 30 years and you refinance and you consolidate your debt and you don't change your 
and you do not change your behavior of spending, you're going to be in the same boat that you were right. in the first place. And that is my concern is that we're... Yeah, I think you you, you had a nice uh, summation um, at the council meeting. So why don't we play that mm -hmm. and then talk about what this bond issue, approving it, could lead to. Mm -hmm. well, there's just one other thing. In, your, in regards to... I just want to just, I just really want to explain something, maybe just, just so I can get this off my chest, but, um, you know, we're referring, we all, there seems to be this idea that we're referring the idea that we're refinancing the pension and we're going out 30 years and it's going to be, it is going to be definitely a lesser amount that we'll have to pay per year, but it's going to actually be also a lesser savings the taxpayers will have. And we are potentially creating, this is where the risk comes in potentially, it's not potentially, we're definitely going to be creating a second unfunded liability. And that to me is just incredibly irresponsible. And the fact of the matter is, is that this project was put in front of us, this initiative was put in front of us, only two meetings we discussed it. And at the last meeting, two thirds of the vote would have lost, this would have lost. But now in the, in the 11th hour, the game has changed. And that's what Quincy does best is changing the game. And it's disturbing to me. The optics look terrible. And I know that, you know, many of you do not care about the optics. You think many people aren't paying attention, but they are. And it's really disturbing to me. You know, we couldn't get Quincy College passed. So we took that out of our hands. And now we're going to spend pandemic money to buy a building. And we couldn't get this passed. So in the 11th hour, all of a sudden, now we can have other counselors can come up and vote. So it's, it's just everything about this is just, it's really it's disrespectful to this board, but we work very hard on that committee. And to think that there's always an end game that we can do, it's just, it's its more than, you should, it's just, everybody should be upset about this, but I'm sure nobody else is up with me, but thank you very much. So basically, this is my understanding. Um, this is freeing up um, a lot of money mm -hmm. for projects that um, this mayor, not necessarily a fiscal conservative, mm. So get ready for a bunch of new projects, I think. Yeah. So again, it, if we were trying to save the taxpayers' money or if you at home are thinking about refinancing your house or refinancing, if they want to use that analogy, you want to make sure that you're changing the behavior of how you're spending because then you can afford what you're doing. And if you're extending it out a long time, then chances are you're, you might think about selling your house because you can get out of that. But in this case, if we don't make that, if for some reason it doesn't work, we can just come back to the taxpayers and ask you. And, and that's not really, that's not, that's not fiscal conservative. That's not being, that's not being safe with the taxpayer's money. And if, you know, mentioning Andover again, Andover did, they spent a whole year explaining this to their constituents to let people know what they were doing. They mapped it out. They worked with their retirement board. They figured out their investments. They narrowed out their finances. They came back with a 20 year investment. They had showed the savings they were going to have. They actually showed the potential projects that they were going to be able to invest in with the savings. The schools, yeah. Yep. And 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 we didn't do any of that. What we said was this is a no-brainer. Yeah. You have and, two meetings to discuss it. And and you know, we talked about it and, and, and this is the budget based on that. <laughs> yep. you, based on you approving it. Yeah. If you don't approve this, <laughs> then we didn't have to change the budget at all because we came in with the assumption that we were going to get a $475 million bond, mm -hmm. which we did. And we did it in the eleventh hour. And we gave Councilor Phelan the thumbs up, you can vote. And by the way, we're also going to change the language back to 30 years so we don't have to change. Everybody, don't worry about it. You yeah. know, we're going to be done with summer. We're going to be, the budget's going to be fine. But here, the, the really funny thing is about all of that, Kevin, is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, there's no transparency here. And, and we are spending money really, you know, on projects that not necessarily any of us are having the input in. Just think about Quincy College. 
we basically were going to vote no on Quincy College. And because he was going to get a no, they were going to, this administration was going to get a no on Quincy College. They turn around, they're using pandemic money. Yeah. So this isn't, this is, this is not Outrageous. like, is it, what the real funny thing is, is that this is a pattern and it's been happening for a long time. But now we're and just he's being, quite used to getting his own way. So he can, you know, give you a budget yeah. based on a thing that a normal community was, might take a long time to, to yeah. debate. Andrew, it took a whole year. And I want to just state one thing, because there is something interesting that's coming from this. And this is that somehow I don't like I'm, I, this, you know, this. This is Anne Mahoney just doesn't like anybody. And she's not one of the good guys. And, you know, I would never talk to another person on the council like that because I might need five votes. And here's the thing. I'm asking questions that need to be asked. And I respect everybody. At the end of the day, those questions are because I have a job. And the job is that I got elected to do is to represent the taxpayers and the constituents of the city of Quincy. And if you're going to put something before me, be prepared for questions. Right. And it's I mean, not because I don't like you. It's you're because, not going along to get along. But it's not even it's it's because it's my job. And I would hope that that would make whatever you're presenting to me stronger and better for the community. You know, if we if we dot our I's and cross our T's, everybody ends up better off. And if something doesn't look right, and it just looks really, really outrageous to me, I'm going to say something about that because it needs to be said. And I think that's what people want. Yeah. And unfortunately, it makes people feel uncomfortable. Um, but I'm not again, I didn't get I didn't get appointed, I got elected. And it's a job. And some people will say, are you being political? No, because I'm not worried about when I knock on somebody's door, what they're going to ask me, because I'm very solid about what I'm doing, and I'll be able to answer that question. Right. So at the end of the day, I wish more people would ask questions and be more, you know, forthcoming with it. Yeah, I find that some counselors ask questions, mm -hmm. um, pointed questions, and like if you were to follow it, it's like, oh, that's a definite no. And then all of a sudden they come around at the last minute, mm -hmm. and I don't know if they're hoping that their quotes get in the newspaper, but their vote gets ignored. But it seems to be a pattern. Um, but let's move on to the other subject mm -hmm. talked about in that meeting, which was um, something else we've discussed, uh, which is the bridge to Pine Island. Mm -hmm. uh, there was this, you want to talk about that? Yeah, there was a lot of talk about the bridge to Pine Island and the fact that there was a resolve that was put in um, by Councillor Phelan. And I was very much um, in favor of this. And I just, um, I, I applaud the fact that he brought this forward and he's standing up for his constituents um, in Ward 5 and about this because it's, you know, he he's, he's really against it. And um, he brought this resolve before us and it basically is saying like, he doesn't want this project to go forward. <laughs> and he, he talked about some of the, the, how the bridge was going to be built, how big the bridge was going to be, how, um, how wide it was going to be, how it wasn't needed, what it was going to do to the estuary. And he, in, you know, he put a he put a lot out there, and then there was an article that came out as ledger. well in the ledger in regards to this too. Yeah, and um, Pam, who's a friend of our podcast, uh, mm -hmm. was featured, and um, she had some some great quotes in yeah. here. So we ground everybody on what this project is. It uh, the city proposed building a 450 foot bridge from the banks of the marsh behind Marymount Park at the Ryan Boathouse to Pine Island small island in the middle of the marsh between the park and Thornton Street. It would be 17 feet wide. I only had 16 and a half. I know. It keeps growing. <laughs> I told you, it keeps growing. By the time it's done, it's going to be a, like a full highway. <laughs> yep. With pilings every nine feet and about 66 pilings, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so um, one of Pam's quotes is, we don't have many marshes left. We really need to protect it. Pam Brennan, a member of the advocacy group Quincy Making Waves, said... Pine Island is not something we should be disturbing. We just want 
it to be left alone. And so then they went into a little bit of history. The money was part of the $27 million city park bond approved by the city council in 2017. Um, Councillor Phelan was not on that at the time, and you weren't. Nope. So I do believe that passed at the time with a 6-3 vote. Um, some of the current councillors on that at the time were uh, Bill Harris, uh, Councillor Ian Kane, Councillor Noel DeBona, Councillor Nina, Nina Liang, and Councillor Brian Palmucci. Um, but the only two that voted against it at the time were Councillor Liang and Kane. So... It goes into uh, some things here. Um, Mayor Koch's quote, there is a lot going on in Marymount Park and part of the challenge with the pandemic has been that we couldn't host community meetings to really go over the master plan. That's unfortunate because yeah. everybody's Everybody been hosting. Everybody has Zoom, so <laughs> that's yeah. just disingenuous. Mm -hmm. um, Marymount is really the jewel of our park system. Connectivity with Wollaston Beach and Pine Island are part of the idea. Um, and then Councillor Phelan at the meeting, I believe, said, what I'm worried about is putting in a 450-foot long bridge with 66 piles that are going to be driven into a pristine salt marsh and cause irreparable damage. Mm -hmm. And then um, Pam had a couple more quotes. Um, Pam Brennan, whose group has been involved in a number of environmentally sensitive projects in Quincy, said construction of the bridge alone would be detrimental to the area, any bar barges brought in, I didn't know they were bringing barges, would undoubtedly wreck the, the marsh bed, as would the 66 pilings. Um, she said, there's plenty of nature to enjoy in the Blacks Creek and Marymount Park area without opening up Pine Island to foot traffic. Um, she said that piece of land should be reserved for wildlife a majority of the time. And she added that if someone really wants to see the island, they can cross the marsh at Thornton Street uh, we have so many natural resources that have been touched in our city. We should leave this one alone. Mm -hmm. And then um, the mayor had a couple more quotes in here. Um, he did say, in response to the recent opposition, Koch said he has asked the Quincy Commissioner of Natural Resources, Dave Murphy, to take a step back and schedule community meetings to go over the entirety of the park's master plan. Mm -hmm. Maybe in that context, people will feel differently. But if the neighbors are are that um, vehemently opposed and the council is vehemently opposed, I'm not going to shove it down anyone's throat. That's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, though, that's not the it's a quote. <laughs> there have been a couple other projects, I'll say recently, that, mm. that were opposed by the public pretty vehemently, but they... It appears to be that they're going to shove it down our throats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you get a no, we'll find another way. At, at, at the end of the day, um, it, this is it's it's disingenuous to say that you couldn't have meetings because you could because we could have had them in Zoom. We the 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 thing that's interesting about this, Kevin, is that um, this was brought to us. It was somebody who found something in the paper, a public meeting that was it was it was in the paper and the, the notices. And had I think the person was from Quincy Making Ways. Had they not noticed that, and had they not gone to the meeting, this would be already done, probably approved um, in ConCom. So the the real it would the, be. 20 feet wide it would be 20 feet wide but but it's because activism activism is happening i mean it, it was quincy making waves it's quincy um it was q can and it was also um the quincy tree alliance all working together all voicing their opinion and all wanting good things for quincy and being part of the conversation so in the end we have good projects maybe not this is not the right project right. but maybe if you 
invited them to have those right. conversations, we could have Instead the right of going projects. behind their backs and right. trying to sneak it in. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we waiting for on that? We're waiting for MEPA's uh, decision. I think MEPA, I think they got over 100 um, responses from MEPA. I think it's going to go back to the um, the conservation committee and it's going to have, uh, there'll, there'll be a vote as to whether or not they're going to accept that. And quite honestly, I'm hoping that they listen to what the people are saying and say no. But, you know, the conservation committee was also, they're, they're selling a one point three million dollar suit <laughs> so that, that that was what the settlement was from the um the the meeting on monday night so hopefully we'll we, we'll be smarter about what we're doing as we go forward and we'll listen to neighbors and, and constituents and concerns and not shove things down people's throats yep so i think it's time for i know we're running we're running long again uh it's time for listener mail we only have one so it's pretty quick and it's addressed to me <laughs> not you <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of serious. Uh, it, Kevin, the disdain some of the mayor's reliable rubber stampers and his chief of staff show Ann for simply trying to represent the people of Quincy is shocking. Is that why you didn't show it to me? <laughs> I can't ha- imagine how it must make you and the rest of Ann's loved ones feel. Well, we don't watch it until <laughs> she tells us about it and then we prepare for the show. Um, I don't know if it's Misogyny, bad manners, utter contempt, or an ugly potpourri. But it's hard to watch. It's also embarrassing as a Quincy citizen to know that a good portion of our civic leaders behave this way. My message to the other councillors, I will vote for bravery every time. We do not elect you to worry about re-election, and we don't want you to worry about getting that fifth vote on some future council decision. We want you to stand up for us. If you see corrupt adjacent actions, we want you to call it out. For example, if there is a counselor who would withhold a vote later as retribution, that needs to be called out. Anyway, if they think Councilor Mahoney is going to stop asking questions on our behalf to make the mean rubber men stop, uh, they are terribly mistaken. And that's from JL. So I didn't get that one and you didn't let me say it before, but that's, yeah. a, I know, I, you know, I hope I don't ever lose my bravery and I don't mind being the, um, you know, I, I, to, my feeling about things like this or anything that I'm doing, Kevin, is if I see something, I say something. Right. <laughs> and I, like I said, I think that's what, mm-hmm. I think that's what voters want for you, for counselors to stand up for them, not to worry about reelection, not to cozy up to the mayor so they can get some of that uh, corporate donation money. Um, you know, it's it's just common sense. That is again your opinion. My opinion. Again, this is your opinion. I have a lot of opinions. I have I have to say that for for in defense of me, I I respect everybody I work with. If they feel I don't, I apologize. If you feel I don't, but at the same time, I'm going to question things when I need to question them, and I would expect the same from you. And I would have the answers for you. And I don't take anything personally. And I think a lot of people do um, because they're used to getting their way and not used to being having questions. Yeah, so I think that does it for this episode. And I think we're going to do another show uh, before the 4th or release it on the 4th mm-hmm. um, about the budget. Okay. Because, I mean, there's a, there was a lot in that too. So I'm ready. And then maybe something else will pop up during the week. <laughs> so uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you again on City Limits. Thanks a lot, everybody. Stay cool.